Besky, you're in the office of Kaylin Shadowleaf, an old half-elf. Her skin is leathery and worn after years and years of working, and her silver-gray hair is pulled back, looking as though she's been, she's been crafting for hours, though she does have a few strands falling off the top of her bun. Her bright violet eyes flicker with a gl- glimmer of mischief. Besky, I'm so glad you stopped by. I hear you are do- doing some research on the history of the school. Well, I have a story for you today. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds great. Um, I uh, I brought you a new thing I'm working on. Here's some. Uh, I think they call it cronuts. You can you can have one. Oh, that will go perfectly with this tea. And she pours you a little peppermint tea. Gives you a little little cup. Uh, she kind of stands up. She's hunched over a little bit. Um, walks to the bookshelf behind. Starts kind of thumbing through some books uh, and pulls one down. Um, and she says, "Have a seat." Get comfortable. Um, And let me tell you a little story. She takes a breath and looks at you. She says, "'Twas winter's light eve, and all through the castle, the rooms were all quiet, with few students, no hassle. The great hall adorned with magical lights, for a feast to be had this winter's light night. But all is not peaceful while the world is at rest. Some devious plot to bring chaos and mess. For in rest and in friendship some creature is lost. It does not believe in giving sans cost. The few on the campus who still do remain find themselves feasting with laughing and games. As the laughter echoes deep into the night, it awakens something of danger and fright. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fayforge Academy. We got a special episode for you, a little holiday themed thing. And with me today, um, from our regular cast, we have Michael. Hello, it me again. My name is Michael Sinclair II. <laughs> uh, I go by Michael Kritz everywhere. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, uh, and a bunch of other TTRPGs. Just go to my Twitter, you'll see me there. Okay, and now we are joined by four special guests today. Um, so, Nika, why don't you say hi first? Hi, I'm Nika. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nika underscore Howard. Uh, maybe you've heard my voice before um, on Gradients Adventures or, uh, like, oh, I don't know, other shows, a whole bunch of other shows. <laughs> uh, but I'm so excited to be here. Thank yeah, you for having for me. Here. Of course. Uh, Chris. Sorry, I was stuck on mute. Um Hi, I'm Chris. Uh, this is my first time appearing on Favorge, and I'm so excited. Uh, you can find me at Kiss of Hemlock on Twitter. I've got a bunch of cool things going on. Um, cool. Awesome. Love it. Uh, Wade. Uh, hey, I'm Wade. Uh, this is also my first time on Favorge, but not my first time working with Steven. Uh, he was over uh, DMing our main campaign at Not Quite Heroes. You can... 
really just follow me there. I don't post a whole lot on my own personal Twitter. Um, so NQH podcast and get in touch. And last but not least, some of you Forge people are familiar with the best person in the world, my <laughs> wife, Kelsey Garcia. Say hi, baby. You say that every time and every time it makes me cringe. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Kelsey you. Garcia. Uh, my biggest claim to fame is being um, Steven's partner. Uh, also the um, sugar mama behind Fay Forge Academy. And um, I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah. Um, a couple other things. We are affiliated with Loot Crate. Um, so if you're looking for some holiday stuff for people who have lots of things and you have no idea what to get them, get them a subscription to Loot Crate. It's a great thing. Um, I, my, I have to preface this. This was not the code that I came up with. But if you use the code Stephen15 uh, at LootCrate.com, uh, you sure get 15% off your subscription. <laughs> um, and Accidental. We also... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um we also are affiliated with uh, Dice Envy, a dice maker in Los Angeles. Uh, so if you use the code FayForge, you get 10% off your order there. Um, and if you're here, I assume you like dice because you like RPGs. But um, yeah, go buy some dice, support our podcast, all that good stuff. Um, and with that, are y'all ready to uh, go to the FayForge Academy? Yes! Let's do it! Uh, and so imagine this camera panning over the school. It's winter, the deep of winter. Uh, most students and professors have gone home. It's about 50 years before um, our normal storyline in Forge Academy takes place. Uh, the snow is falling. Uh, the, the trees that are normally these vibrant greens and purples and pinks um, still have shades of those colors, but their leaves are, are crystallized in the ice, basically, sending like glimmers of light off of them. The students and professors most have gone home to be with their family for the winter's light celebration. The celebration of the deepest part of winter, where it is said that Karas, the goddess of winter and rest, begins to allow the world to heal from the pains of the year, where families and friends right wrongs and kindness is rekindled and injustice is shattered in the cold of winter. It is a time of rest and hope and giving. Every year, on the eve of winter's light, the students and professors who remain have a small banquet in the great hall where small gifts are exchanged and a wonderful feast is eaten together. The hall is decorated simply with shimmerlings, these tiny fey creatures um, that at a glance to be just made of light, uh, hover around. Um, they kind of fly together in unison, almost like they're sort of a hive mind. You can imagine like, like a school of fish where the glimmers like kind of fade off of them and they're all, they're all moving together. There are two tables set up with plates and goblets and beautifully flowered centerpieces. There's mead and steaming spiced cider, but no food yet. Everything is set, but no one else around except for five students. Uh, and why don't you all introduce your characters and then say kind of what you would do in this large empty hall, just the five of you. Anybody have a desire to go first? Or do you want me to pick and choose? I'll go first, because it's the best and the worst thing to go first. Um, <laughs> so Ren is a half-orc, very toned physical features that are very kind of sharp but also soft um they have like partially shaved side of their head with like the rest of their hair kind of i like to think of it as just kind of sitting a cloud like a, a cloud about their head and shoulders so it just kind of moves with them 
They are probably sitting at the table eating, not eating, drinking, and they have like papers around them and they're like furiously writing. They are writing the newest chapter of their fanfic. Um, so <laughs> they're like deep into it. Love it. I think with Ren going, being first to be introduced, why don't we have Jasper next? Uh, yeah. So Jasper is a, uh, a young fire genasi, um, very tall, live. Um, he has a, a deep red tone uh, to his skin. He has like a little uh, silver stud in the middle of his lip, which would be silver were it not burning so hot against his skin that it's tinted orange itself. Um, reddish orange hair that's kind of cut short and um, slipped back. Very, very much like a greaser look. Uh, black leather jacket, black pants, black boots. Um, right now, probably, honestly, if there's nobody else in this hall, probably laying down on the bench next to Ren with like my boots up on the table, um, smoking a cigarette. There's nobody here to tell me not to. So I'm just <laughs> chilling. I love it. I love it. Uh, who's next? Uh, I'll jump in. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so Woody is a fairly thin, uh, but you know, reasonably athletic yonti. I always get weird saying that. It's such a, I don't know, <laughs> the right pronunciation. But he's, his, uh, I don't know whether they call it underbelly, but, you know, all of his more sensitive bits are kind of, <laughs> <laughs> are uh, more golden in color or yellowed. Uh, and he's got his, you know, darker brown outer scales on the sides of his face and down the outsides of his arms, that sort of thing. You know, unkempt kind of, dirty blonde hair and he would be sitting in I don't know a chair a bench whatever it's available and just kind of idly whittling away at a piece of wood he's pretty much always carrying around awesome and Kelsey or Michael uh okay I'll go we're in a hall right we're just the, the a- great hall so it's like a big banquet hall oh okay cool um, yeah, yeah. if we're in the great banquet hall there's no one else here with us I kind of got one of the... I'm sitting uh, right next to Volcara, and um, I probably have one of the chairs that, that don't look that nice, uh, and it's kind of, like, further away, and I just have, like... I have, like, my little throwing needles or throwing knives, and I'm just throwing it into this chair, just, like, more nonchalant. Not, like, making a whole huge deal of it. It's just, like, oh, it's a nervous, boring tick. I'm just, I'm just doing it. Um, I'm not trying to appear edgy. It's just, there he goes doing that again. Uh, but what you see is it's a natural edginess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's not, it's not cringy. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so what you see is like a darker, uh, skin humanoid. Um, you'll see that his hair has like waves at the top, kind of, uh, a mid fade. Um, his eyes are this light purple and then he has uh, kind of like a birthmark around his eyes that kind of accent it. Uh, it looks a little bit more grayish or muted than the rest of his brown skin. And um, he is wearing just like light winter clothing, not so much that uh, something that someone would wear if you think it was like 50 or 60 degrees out, but like currently it's probably outside snowing and that's what he's wearing. 
Um, and let's see, just very nonchalant, like um, too cool for school, laying back on on the table, like opposite way, not sitting at the at the table, like facing it, but away, and then like just throwing these things off to the side. All right, and Kelsey. Okay, so um, Volcara, like Michael said, would be sitting next to um, Volnux. And um, what you see is like a very tall, broad, humanoid female. Just so much crazy hair everywhere. I'm thinking like Merida put together with Hermione. Just like a lot of hair tied back in braids as if it was just like this piece is bothering her so right now she's going to put it in a braid and later she does the other piece just kind of crazy um similarly (laughs) not dressed for true winter um but has some furs and um her like eye teeth are probably just like a little longer than most people's would um would be and um you see a definite familial resemblance between the two um, sitting there, between Volcara and Volnux. Um, and uh, she is playing an instrument, I think, trying to pretend like she is doing her own thing, practicing her instrument, um, but definitely like aware of what her brother is doing. Um, t- just in case like he's going to give her any attention, she's going to take it. Awesome. Awesome. So the five of you are very familiar with one another at the Faith Forge Academy in the in the dorms. Essentially, there's they're grouped in five students. Everyone has their own room, and they share. And five students share a common room uh, where all the rooms are linked together. And the five of you have been for the last number of years that you have all been students at the Faith Forge Academy, living together. And for whatever reason, none of y'all could go home for the Winter's Light Festival. So you're here in this hallway. Uh, it's quiet. And slowly, some some of the professors trickle in. You see this half elf who who walks in, um, tan skin, black hair, um, tied up in a bun, bright violet eyes. You would recognize her as uh, Professor Kaylin Shadowleaf, the one who's actually telling the story. Next, who walks in is the master artisan uh, Rayal of Aldirin. Michael, for you, she looks much younger, though she's she's an Aladrin, so age doesn't really affect the elven people that much her her skin is tinted with the green of a spring spring aladrin it's a deep deep brown um with this beautiful green hue same with her hair that's black multiple braids pulled back and trayvon and dorvalith who is is a human um man he's about six six two he's tall he has much much shorter dreads um than anyone than he's been described in the past of the faith forge academy uh no gray just black black hair um, a tall, strong black man. They're the first three who who enter in. Riala, the headmistress, greets you all and says, "Oh, you all, you all have made it. Good, good. Uh, have a seat. There's there's a few more coming." Uh, and as she says that, the door opens and this flump floats in, who you'd recognize as Gibble, the librarian. He says, "Oh, we we do have some students this year. Good. I'm glad to see the five of you. This is going to be great." Though you do sense there's a little bit of trepidation in his voice, and you're not really sure what that would be from. And then finally. After a couple minutes um, of these these professors sitting down, um, in runs um, a dwarf you would recognize, Drick Velhan, who um, short, kind of classic dwarven look, red hair, red beard. He's kind of breathing. He has this red red hat. Um, it's got a little white puffball at the top of it. Kind of weird. It's not a, not a normal normal thing, but he kind of runs and he says, "I can't believe you have me here again, Rayella. You know I hate this festival." 
Um, and he sits down and says, so are we eating or what? Um, and he sits down, Rael looks at you all and says, why don't you have a seat? Um, uh, and starts chanting, uh, and she casts Hero's, Hero's Feast as all this food just starts appearing in front of you. Um, everything that you, could, you can imagine. Um, there's fresh vegetables that are, that are just grilled. There's roasted chicken and, and prime rib and fresh roasted rolls and, and all sorts of wonderful food. Um, your glasses all fill up even if they were empty. Um, they start handing around some, some, some little gifts. Um, and is there anything any of you would want to do as, as a feast begins with some, some of your professors? It's okay if there's not. I think as the feast is manifesting across the table, Jasper just kind of lazily, begrudgingly sits up and puts his cigarette out on the tabletop. And uh, out of my little knapsack, I'm going to pull a notebook and start sketching uh, the Dwarven Professor. <laughs> and it's like a caricature style, so giant head, tiny body, <laughs> get him running really fast. <laughs> he, he peeks across as you're, as, as you're doing that. Hey, is that. What are you drawing me for? What is that? Uh, I mean, considered an homage, dude. I don't know. <sighs> Why do I even work at a bloody school? Um, as, as the meal goes on, all the professors pass out these small little trinkets. Um, nothing really of note. There's some some paints, some crafting tools. Um, but I would like all of you to roll a perception check. <laughs> We're still at the Fave Witch Academy. <laughs> Eleven. Nine. How's it going, Michael? Does that mean bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a five. That's a five with a plus two, for sure. That's funny. Uh, I've got a 19. Okay. Sorry. Thank God one of us has eyes. (laughs) 13. I'd like to say... 19, 13. I'd like to say that Volnux slid the the plate of prime rib closer to him and Volcara, and like also (laughs) the really nice bread, so we're just like, we're just like going to town on that, and I'm just like, see, they have exactly... What uh, they had last year, and the eggnogs die for you. You should get some of that. And the trinkets they gave us, I'm putting some prime rib in the trinket because I figured it's like one of those like cute, like even a Russian nesting doll, like prime rib is going in there. So I'm distracted. Like, That's the point. I love the idea that like in between each yeah. layer of matryoshka are <laughs> like, fucking roast beef and prime rib slices. <laughs> oh, it's and it's nice. It's nice and rare. So so oh in God. that little thing, it's just it's all the juicy cup, and yeah, you just dip it. It's a built-in dip. <laughs> it's it's your cup. <laughs> yes. And I'm I'm also picturing Volcara like casting Mage Hand to pick up things like that might be farther down from the table, and also just continue to hoard food in front of us, like so that it just becomes this giant pile. And yeah. anytime anybody reaches for something, I'm assuming we're both just like, no. Yeah, it's much better than what we have at home, so we're just we're just going to town. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I there definitely it. has to be something that's in front of like Red and Jasper, and they try to mage hand it, and we just like <laughs> and like they both grab onto the plate and are like fighting against the mage hand. <laughs> I would, if that happened, I would conjure my own mage hand and let them battle it out, like tug of war. <laughs> so in the middle, in the middle of this table, um, there's two mage hands pulling on on this plate of of like fresh rolls. They they look yes. amazing. They're steaming. Sourdough. Um, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I yeah, imagine the yeah. professors are shaking their heads and, like, yeah. hands in their head. Just, like... <laughs> you, you hear you hear Trayvon and lean over to Rayala, who's the head, the head artisan. This is why I hate it when students are still here. 
over winter break. Um, and he reaches out and just takes a roll off the top of the fighting mage hands, uh, rolling his eyes at you. Um, but Woody, uh, what you notice um, is is two things. One, you f- you feel like there's something kind of watching you, and that there's something off, though you can't place it. About uh, Drick Velhan, the the dwarf who just ran in, and you notice he also handed out some trinkets, and the the one that he gave you, it's just a small little chisel. But as he handed it to you, there was like this greenish slime on it. Um, that's not. Okay, uh, so he'd take it and, um, you know, grab a napkin and, and clean it off before looking it over a little bit more and look back over at Drick to kind of uh, give a more investigative look, I guess. Yeah, as, as why don't you roll an insight check? Yeah. Uh, I got an 11 on that insight. 11 on the insight check? Uh, you Not can't great. Really, you can't really make out exactly what his deal is, um, but you do notice him, like, as like if someone if someone asks him to pass something he like kind of s- almost like tries to subtly spit into the into whatever he's passing he um Ugh. someone someone gave him a one of the other professors gave him a little gift and he just kind of takes it and and th- like throws it behind him um he's just he's just a real grinch <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> no, but he's he's really grumpy. Okay. Yeah, you know, if I were to look over at anyone else's trinkets, they'd be probably too far away to to notice any goop on them. Um yeah, not that not that you notice initially. Okay. So this meal goes on. Um the teacher gives this beautiful speech about um, winter's light and how no matter what has happened throughout this year um, it's always good to rekindle friendships apologize for things you've done um, it's very inspiring it's very beautiful i would imagine there's also a lot of eyes rolling during that speech <laughs> oh absolutely um but as as this feast ends you all are basically excused it's one of those it's one of those situations where this was like a voluntary thing but was it really voluntary but the professors all kind of stand up and rise and say um we're sorry you couldn't go home to be with your families, but I know at least some of you have family here and, and friendships. Um, but I hope that you can find some celebrating in that. Um, Valhalla is decorated. Um, if you want to watch, it's sometimes very beautiful as the lights come down and surround it right at midnight. I've done it a lot, uh, so I'm not going to. <laughs> have a great evening. Uh, and they all kind of dismiss themselves. Though Drick doesn't say goodnight. He just walks out. Um, leaving everything that was given to him at the table and kind of just grunts his way out. So as they all leave, the five of you are left alone here again. And you can, your dorm is basically across the, um, the quad. And once they all leave, you start to hear outside little bits of crashing and mischief and (laughs) little laughs. What do you do? Um, first thing Volnux is going to do is say to, uh, Volkara, Hey, look, the grumpy old man left his mulled wine. I'm going to take a little. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm taking like maybe just a cup, not like something in like a, a, a chaotic amount, but just like he's a young man. Like he's just going to like <laughs> yeah. grab a little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she actually follows him over there and starts to put all of, because he said he left all of his trinkets and stuff there too. She just mm-hmm. puts them all in her pouch and just takes all of them. Um, Both of you notice like like especially volnux when you pick up his cup 
Uh, it's slick and kind of gross on the outside. I pour it into another cup. And <laughs> it up. Okay. So, do the trinkets have slime on them too? A couple of them do, yeah. Okay, so she like wipes it first and then puts it. Still takes it, puts it in the pouch. Okay. Do we? Can I figure out what it is? Um, like, do we know what it can, is? You can make a nature check if you want. He's not like a slimy thing, right? He's a dwarf. Okay. Um, while that's going on, and I, we're just gra- gabbering, or grabbing things. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna check out like, or I'm at least gonna announce like, "Hey, do you do you um do you folks hear that out there?" Um, just to mention like, I heard a sound while we were just like, I just turn around for a second and then go back to grabbing yeah. things. <laughs> I got a twelve. Um, you're not sure why there would be this weird slime on a cup in the so middle just of like, a ugh, gross like teacher's what like ugh, does he ugh, like she's just annoyed but still taking. That, that one yep. gross professor. Yep, sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, remind me never to shake his hand. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe he's nervous all the time. We've all been there. I hear crashing sounds, but honestly, it just sounds like the crashing expectations of society upon people nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I will, as you're gathering those things up and putting them in your bag, Volcara, uh, rip the caricature out, fold it in half. Uh, he forgot this. You can throw that in there. She takes it. <laughs> Thanks. You never know when you might need something. You know? Amazing. So um, the crashing that you hear outside starts to get louder. Um, and as you're there, as you're in this great hall, up against one of the windows, uh, something flies up, flies against the window and shatters. Um, you can't really make out. It's dark outside. Okay. So Woody with his jaw unhinged and like a rotisserie halfway in. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of, oh, no, mm, this isn't good. Mm. He got scared, so now he's got to bring it back up. Uh, <laughs> if you happen to be looking, you'll see it coming back out as he turns to look over at the window. watches it and starts taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a fear reaction, I guess. Is the window, like, above? Are we afraid that we're going to get injured? Or it's just, like, No, startling? it's just, like, it's on the same level. It's just startling. Um, mm-hmm. It's like glass-on-glass glass shattering. Though the window itself doesn't break. Wait, so nothing actually came through? Something, no, something was, like, thrown against the window <gasps> and shattered. Oh. Um, I, I'll, I'll go check it out real quick. Just just hold my stuff, Ogara. Um, and I'm going to jump. Like, I have a, actually have a ring. Wait, is it is limited use, though? Anyway, I'm going to just do a, a regular jump and look outside just like to a place I can see in the dark. I know we can't see there, but I'm, I'm basically like, I can ascertain like what's on the other side of the wall. I've been in the school. Like, I'm just making kind of a guess and look. Uh, and I'm going to use my bonus action to use a, do I have to use a key point? Um, I don't think I do. Anyway, um, no, I'm just going to teleport to that, use my shadow step and just teleport to the other side of that wall because I can see through there and I can see that unoccupied space and it's dark out. So I'm just going to... Yeah. So as you as you kind of teleport out through this window um, and the rest of you just watch Volnux basically like disappear in this shadow, outside is just this scene of chaos. It's cold. Um, snow is falling. You can see kind of the light from the moon illuminating um, the, the singing tree, which for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's this um, tree in the center of the school... Um, it's really old and large. Um, it has like veins of magic that go through it. Um, it's one of the places in the world where magic is actually being reborn. 
um, it has this song that that people who can use magic um, hear, um, and it kind of guides guides how magic grows in our world. But you see these small, like ice creatures. Um, they're probably four feet tall, um, between three and four feet tall, um, almost looking goblin esque, like flying around, pulling ornaments that are that have decorated this tree, and just like chucking them and throwing them. Um, and there's nobody else around doing anything. They're just, like, wreaking havoc on all the decorations on the tree. And there's probably ten of them. Uh, what type of creatures are these again? Uh, they're just these little ice... Sure. Almost like ice goblins. Okay. They can fly. Um, I'm gonna... While I'm out there, I'm just gonna take it, uh, everything in. Um, and then I'm going to look back um, to a dark corner of the room. Like, inside, back inside the, ga- the galley or the, uh, the eating hall. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to bamf back in, um, <laughs> and then just like wipe snow off of myself uh, and say, um, "There's like a whole bunch of little small icy creatures that are messing about with the tree, the, the, the school tree." I think that's what I saw out there. Ren kind of looks out of the side of their eye to Jasper, and then holds up their hand, and a little fireball comes out and says, "You want to torch him?" <laughs> Sounds like a party. I'm going to take out another cigarette and light it in the fireball yes. that Ren has conjured. That is so take nice. a long drag. <laughs> Amazing. You're the I coolest kid at Faith Forge Academy that's ever yep. existed. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, so y'all are, y'all are heading outside? Yeah. Uh, as you get out there, why don't you roll initiative? Oh, dang. I got a uh, two. Got a dirty 20. Damn. Uh, 21 for me. 18. This was Ren's idea, but then she changed her mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to be the last they one out. They changed if you're their cool. mind. Yeah. You know, fashion, <laughs> fashionably late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Woody, what did you get? I also have a dirty well, 20. Well, you know, you guys go ahead and assess the situation and the danger, and then I'll be your backup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what did Volnux get? I got 21. 21, you said. And Volcara? 18. Ren, are you are you like the the hype person? Like you just you, you did a fire thing just to hype us up, but then you're not the first out the door. You're like, I'm just the instigator here. I'm yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm the idea person. I provide the ideas. I'm not really much of a doer. Jasper, yeah. that's where Jasper comes through. Management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you all walk walk outside, and these creatures are just like destroy some of them are even like trying to rip off branches it's just chaos ensuing um all around you and but volnux it is your turn oh 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 um well in that case since um i am first and i announced all that we are in are we in dark or dim light currently you are it's night um I'm going to at least get to one that seems isolated, like one of the little ice creatures, because I don't want to be in like the the mix of them. I don't want to be in the center, mm-hmm. but I want to be to one that seems like, oh, they're doing their own thing. They think they're they're okay. They're probably mm-hmm. not going to be okay. Um, <laughs> and they'll tell their friends everything's okay, but it's not okay, but you can't tell them. So I'm going to <laughs> bamp from one place to another, uh, at least at 60 feet away. And then I can... I don't know if I want to attack this thing. What is its reaction? Like, I don't know if it has reactions, but I'm just going to bamf towards it and, like, get right behind it. Well, to the side of it so it can see me, but I want to see what it does first before I do anything. Because I don't know if this is just a silly winter creature or if it's something that has to be 
dealt with. Uh, why don't you give me a perception check? Okay, that is a eighteen. As it as you approach it and appear, it kind of looks it kind of looks startled, uh, <laughs> and then it starts to look like it looks like it's making like snowballs in its hand. Uh, okay, since it's making snowballs, and I don't know if it's just trying to be like a goofy little creature and to throw snowballs at people. I am just going to slap the snowballs out of its hand. Like, the first thing I'm going to do is slap one <laughs> snowball out of its hand. Okay. Um, and I have advantage on that because it's my first thing I'm doing. Uh, okay. Why don't you Why don't you make an unarmed strike? Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Perfect. Uh, 21. Uh, that will hit it. Right okay. out. So I'll slap one of the snowballs out and just, like, look at him with, like, a, like a grown-up stature like you know when like grown-ups uh, are upset and they try like stiffen up or ridging up their bodies like mm-hmm. i've seen a grown-up do before that's what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> uh, with like one the one that i just slapped out the other hand is just on my hip like looking at it what is it's like does it have still have resolve yeah so as as you slap this snowball out of its hand it turns it turns to you like it makes eye contact and gets like the biggest most mischievous grin on its face um uh, I'm gonna slap the other snowball out. <laughs> like, they haven't, like, fought, like, we're not, nothing's happened yet, really. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna slap the other one out. Um, okay. for a 21 again. Yep. And these are, like, non-lethal stuff that I'm doing right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, if I need to roll damage, I don't think I have to, but that's gonna be eight points of, of bludgeoning damage to the snowball i guess to... <laughs> okay <laughs> the, bl- the snowball just turns into a puff of of yeah of powdered hand on snow. hip just slap slap like same hand yeah. just slap one but I, slap the other one out. um i do have like bonus actions to do a flurry but i'm not going to like that's i'm gonna end it right there okay uh jasper you're next uh and it will be woody after that um but as those get slapped this this creature kind of turns to the rest of them and says says we got some put we got some friends um and you see a couple more to kind of turn and look look to you um as as one of them grabs an ornament uh, and another and another two of them grab some some snowballs uh and jasper it's your turn how many total uh there's about 12 um i seeing this go down how, do these creatures look like they weigh less than 10 pounds <laughs> uh not quite they're not quite that small <laughs> like little imp fairy things or if they were like larger okay. yeah no they're, they're they're about like three to four feet gotcha okay okay wow that's a lot mm-hmm. of them i think uh jasper is just gonna very casually kind of sidle up to volmax next to next to him and look down at this creature what's going on my guy we didn't get an invite to the party you got one now I'm just going to glance back at Ren and give kind of an, uh, an impish grin. And I am going to, um, I am going to, I think, just do a, I'm just going to cast Minor Illusion for now. Okay. Um, and what that looks like is um, I want to, basically what I'm trying to do here. Um, is back this thing up a little bit. So I kind of want to, in front of my person, uh, create this like illusionary visage of myself, but like with this really menacing scowl and kind of like have it be manifest right in front of this creature's face. You can roll basically a spell casting check or an intimidation check. You can choose which one. Got it. Um, okay, so that's plus one or plus two. So that's a 14 total. 
Okay. <laughs> their their insight was a natural one. Uh, so you Oof. see as Jasper's like bring it on sort of face. Yeah, um, basically. Uh, shows up in front of it and it and it, it like it like kind of hovers backwards, uh, eyes wide, um, and starts to turn to dash. Though it's not its turn. Um, and Woody, is, or is there anything else you want to do, Jasper? Um, not anything other than another lazy drag of my cigarette as my bonus action. <laughs> so, so much cool. <laughs> um, Woody, you it is your turn. Yeah. Um, Woody's gonna take his turn uh, bundling up. <laughs> like putting on his jacket in kind of cold weather, he he doesn't do well uh, in the colder weathers. Mm-hmm. So bundle up, and then are we? I, I don't know if it was established. I didn't hear it. Are we just walking out of a door? Mm-hmm. Okay, then yeah, he'll just kind of like step outside the door and kind of shiver. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> and that's that's it for right now. <laughs> okay, uh, as as you kind of step out and get your jacket on. Uh, these creatures all start to grab um, whatever they can find. So the one that got scared of of Jasper starts to fly fly back, maybe maybe thirty feet from y'all, um, and throws a couple a couple snowballs at the image that was conjured. Um, and you watch as as this it's almost like this flurry of snowballs, like like you know an elf where he like just starts like. It's like that. Um, just this flurry of snowballs, though they all just go kind of into this this image. And he's, what? What? What is this? Um, one grabs what appears to be some sort of wreath um, and attempts to put it around Volnux um, <laughs> over his head. Uh, so it's going to basically be a grapple check. Okay. Uh, so you can make an ac- acrobatics which I forgot you're a monk, so there's no way this is going to go well. Not really. Not, not with a 26. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's even possible. Um, uh, so he like, try, he, like, tries to slam down as, as you just kind of duck out of the way. Oh, no, he does it, and I just jump through it. I just, like, through it? Yeah. I just jump up and through it, and, like, as I get up, I'm just, like... This face, uh, like he's like <laughs> he's he's on the ground with it with it at the ground. He goes, ah, oh, shit. Um... Uh, the other four of you, or not Jasper, the other three of you, so Woody, Red, and Volcara, just get this hail of snowballs and ornaments thrown your way. <laughs> um, so the the ones thrown at Woody as you're putting your jacket on, um, they're really small snowballs, and they just kind of bounce off your coat that you just wrapped up in. Um, Ren, jeez Louise, really, really bad. Um, a hail of ornaments comes your way. Um there, there's no way it's it's a single digit. Um, oh, good! You just so barely no- <laughs> missed me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so just just this hail of of ornaments goes flying past you, um, and I'm I'm probably gonna just nail my wife. Not that kind of podcast, Stephen. <laughs> love to see it. You'll love to <laughs> see it. Chill out over there. Uh, <laughs> um, that is a twenty-two. <laughs> um but a 22 hits you correct yep yes okay um so this just like avalanche of snowballs comes and, and smacks into you like five or six of them uh and you take uh two cold damage okay uh, and you feel as the like the snow when it hits you in the neck you know how the the cold just like runs down your back and it's terrible yeah. um you you get that feeling and your speed is reduced by 10 um but it is your turn. Okay. Um, are any of these creatures, like, within my reach? 
Sure. Okay. I I feel like what she would do is just like walk into the space of one and um, headbutt it. Okay. So I'm yeah. gonna do an arm strike. Okay. So thirteen. Uh, that does hit. Okay. Uh, so that is three bludgeoning damage. Nice. Uh, you smack this one in the head, and it kind of tumbles out of the sky onto the snow. So, hey, I thought this was a snowball fight. Um, and she and- looks to see, like, make sure that her brother saw her do that, like, hardcore <laughs> thing also. Yeah. <laughs> Missed it. I was busy looking at this, this creature in front of me. Dang it. Uh, and Ren, it is your turn. Oh, man. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I think Ren will try to uh, throw a snowball at whichever one threw the snowball at them. Um, okay. I don't think it will go well. Uh, <laughs> an unarmed attack. A plus three. Okay, so I guess I'll, I'll move up. and uh, if, it, if, that, if that is... Um, that might be using your strength modifier, you can use your dex. If it's not. Uh, I think it is using it because I have a negative to my strength modifier. So. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Ren is the weakest uh, half-orc you've ever seen. <laughs> Amazing. I got a, a 10 to hit. The, the snowball goes flying past it, but you watch its face kind of light up. Um, <laughs> as it's like, it's really excited about what's happening. Um, and anything else that you want to do? Uh, Ren tries to look cool for not hitting the little thing, but <laughs> definitely, um, instead of looking cool, comes off looking like they're, I don't, like, maybe stumbling, tripping, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it does not look yeah. cool, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so, Volnux, before your turn, um, you see as about six of these creatures, um, they, they start to, to kind of look around, um, like up into the sky behind their back. Um, and I would like the five of you to make an insight check real quick. Ooh. Oh, 13, 15, 19, 21, seven, seven. Um, everyone except for Volcara. Um, I just did that headbutt. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little woozy. The ice, the ice, the ice creature is kind of hard. Um, um, there's a couple things that, that you kind of take in real quick. Uh, one, the four of you get this kind of chill on on the back of your your neck, where like the little hairs stand up, um, and it feels like something's just like watching you. You're not sure where it's from. Um, as you look around, you don't necessarily see anything outside of these creatures. And and those those six that kind of started looking around, you get the sense that they felt something too. Um, and you hear them say something. A couple of them say like, "I don't know what that is, but I'm I'm out of here." And you watch as as like six of them just like fly away um, as they fly um, on the top of a couple buildings you see some creatures with large bags and it's your turn Volnux yeah you better run wait <laughs> uh, does everyone see that out there um, and I'm just gonna go point uh, I will now look at my sister as I point towards there just to make sure that they see it um, <laughs> You missed and my headbutt earlier, by the way. Just I headbutted one of them, and it was really cool. So, so you know. Yeah, sure, sure. But I mean, look at what's going on over there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna continue. Like, can you see what are they holding? Do you think hey. we can get it from them? 
I think they have bags. I don't know what they're for. Maybe that's... Maybe they were holding those creatures in there? Or maybe they're trying to steal things? I don't know. Um, I... The ones that were in front of me, did they kind of scatter? The, the little... Um, those are the ones... They don't seem to see anything. They seem to be focused on you. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to... Yeah, sure. I'm gonna grab one of them. The one that mm-hmm. tried to, like, put an ornament over me and trap me. I'm gonna grab him and try and throw him as far as I can into, like, some sort of snowbank or whatever. Because it's all <laughs> snowy out, so, like... I figured yep. it's not going to hurt the, the creature, but I also want them to get, like, stop messing with us. Um, <laughs> so, uh, do I have to start you... with a grapple check, or what do I... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is going to be a 13. Or 15, rather. Uh, I rolled an 8 total. Okay. So I'm going to grab this uh, creature. I'm going to look at uh, this creature uh, and just, like, give him a stern look. And you know what? I'll burn a key point. I know this is not how this thing works, but I'm going to burn a key point to throw like him into a snowbank. Like, okay. not to hurt him, but to just throw him into a, a, a snowbank, rather. Yeah, so you, you were able to like kind of spin around and just chuck him, uh, and you see these little these little feet like just sticking out, wiggling from the snowbank. Um, and another one of the ones that is near you like kind of gets wide-eyed and is like, uh... Be, be cool, man. Be cool. <laughs> You're starts, next if you don't get out of here and your friends. <laughs> it starts, like, hovering off. Uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, Jasper, it's over to you. Okay. Um, I am going to seeing these. How many of these did we see on these? You said rooftops or... Yeah, you can, you, you see, like, kind of two, um, like, silhouettes. Um, you can't necessarily make out any more than just, like, a shadow of, of something. But... Um, okay. I think I, uh, I am going to, how far do I see, what is the nearest of those figures to me? Um, probably about from, you're in, you're kind of in the middle of this quad and these buildings surround it. Um, you're probably about a hundred, 120 feet away. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I think I'm going to step a little bit out from the group. Um, a little bit further away and just call out to whatever these creatures are um, and I just say hey man it's like real creepy to lurk up there you could just come down and talk to us like if you wanted <laughs> as you kind of shout that out uh, you see the one look at you um, and why don't you give me a perception check real quick um, 17 uh you see this dwarven shape um, with a little red hat up on the roof look at you and like almost like jump down the opposite side of the roof. Do you, do I feel, do you feel that Jasper would put two and two together? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and for reference, um, in this quad, there's kind of four main buildings. Uh, you came out of the Great Hall. Uh, the one that he jumped off of is called the Lost Halls. It's the library. Um, that he jumped off of and ran ran down. The picture wasn't that bad, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, Woody, it's up to you. Yeah. Over to you. It's yeah. up to you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll make the best of it. Is the other figure on the on the other rooftop still? You said there were two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You you can you can see the other figure kind of still like kind of running across the top. Okay. Um then Woody would kind of uh 
pull his staff out and point it in the direction, and it's going to cast Dancing Lights Okay. out that way to try and illuminate whatever that figure is. Okay. Um, as these these lights kind of start to, to illuminate the area over there, this this figure um, looks more um, not not from this plane. They're kind of kind of really hunched over. Uh, neck sticks out pretty far. Um, it's it's got a lot of like really sharp angles on its on its face. Um, you can see these like hands that have these like almost foot long fingers holding this this bag um, hunched over. It's not anything you've seen before. Dude, everyone else is seeing that, right? That doesn't look like anyone here. And is it? It's pretty dark, though, right? Like we can see this, but it's not. He he casted dancing lights, so there's some lights illuminating. Okay. Like some actual light illuminating. Yeah, I think that's as much as I can do right this second. Okay. As that happens, uh, <clears throat> the rest of these little ice creatures um, kind of see y'all shift. They 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 all kind of start to look around too, um, and they also they also fly off. Um, and Volcara, it is your turn. I like. I'm legitimately struggling to know what she would do, uh, but I feel like I feel like she would start walking towards him. But maybe like the yeah, like walking towards it. Um, and I think like playing her. Um, she has a special flute that I can't remember what it's exactly called. Her whistle stick. <laughs> she like pulls it out of her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she just like starts kind of playing it while walking towards him or like the building that he's on how far away Uh, is it i'm trying to picture like he's about 100 100 to 120 feet away from you like okay so then that's all i guess and then i guess technically i would dash like i would want to get as close as possible but kind of nonchalantly just like (laughs) walking towards (laughs) as if to go investigate what is going on um as as you kind of walk towards this this creature's watching you um and its eyes fixate on you and you hear this kind of creepy voice <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping uh and it is Ren's turn um oh excuse me and and after he says that he does he puts his fingers to his mouth and does this super super loud whistle oh the dad says, whistle yeah Exactly, and says, it's time "Max to- here, boy." Um, and now it's your turn, Ren. Uh, Ren, like, looks up at them and is. I want to shoot Eldridge Blast, but just at the roof. I don't want to hit them, but just like hit the tiles or the shingles of the roof, like where they are, kind of like okay. scare them or something. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. Okay, Let's see. Okay, I rolled a two plus eight, so a ten <laughs> to hit the roof. <laughs> Such a large surface area, surely. It is. It's literally the broad side of a barn. Yeah. <laughs> Your Eldritch Blast is so bad that you can't hit the side of the school. <laughs> the thing is, no, you can hit the roof. The The problem is that there's this being also on the roof oh, that you just nail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you hit him, so why don't you roll damage? <laughs> <laughs> to say uh, non-lethal Eldritch Blast. I don't know if that's that how a, that works. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's just one D ten, right? Uh, you're level nine. It's you have two. You have uh, two bolts. 
Do I so have to use both of them? Um, I, I think so, but you okay. can aim you get, you get to control places. where they aim. You, you okay. get to aim in different places. Yeah. Okay, so that one that hits him will be an eight. For damage, damage. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit. Okay, we well, know this could be better. So the other one I rolled is a ten plus eight. So okay, 18. so that one does slam into the roof like right below his Perfect. feet. <laughs> and it knocks him <laughs> off balance, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to save my ass. Yeah. Um, so as you hit him and then hit right below his feet, you watch as he kind of slips and falls and starts to just like tumble. Um, and he falls um, and he takes. Shit. Let's see. He's dead. Friend like puts the collar up on their coat and like kind of hides and starts whistling. Amazing. Uh, uh, and he, you hear him kind of scream out. He's like, no. Um, he, he slams down like right on this icy patch. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and you don't you don't see him moving. <laughs> and the one shot literally over. the Santa Claus where now you have to do whatever that whatever job yeah. that guy he, he just had. Now he that's your job. He disappears in this red suit appears around red. <laughs> uh, no, but as that happens, you feel the ground start to shake. Oh. And through the door of of the library, through the doors of the lost halls, um, and it's just like um, and the, the doors just, these wooden doors just shatter. Um, and there's this, like, it's almost, it almost looks like a dire wolf. Um, it's got this single antler, like, lassoed to its Stop. head. <laughs> um, but it's, it's about 12 feet long. The antler? Uh, the, the whole creature. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it howls at you. Um, and there's something in its eyes that it is ready to wreck things. Uh-oh. Uh, and as it sees this thing on the ground, uh, it looks at the five of you um, and bears its teeth. And, uh, and Volnux, it's your turn. Uh, okay. This is the first thing that seems really, really bad. Uh, so, <sighs> what do we do? Um, all right. Is, do, is it 60 feet away? First question. Yes. Okay, and is it lit up or no? <laughs> um, it's there's. I mean, Woody has the dancing lights. Mm-hmm. There's um, the moon. It's the whole area is like kind of dim light. It's not complete darkness. Okay, so you can you can definitely see it. Okay, um, well I will. Yeah, actually, we're just gonna do the thing, even though it's yeah, we're gonna do the thing. I am going to first shift into this little charcoal gray ash like. Fox, um, you're gonna see that like essentially happen. I'm just going to like kind of face plant or like body plant into the snow and then burst out of it as like this charcoal ashen gray fox. Uh, I'm gonna start making movement towards that uh, thing. Maybe only like 30 feet actually. Okay. Um, and then so cool. <laughs> I am probably going to uh, stop my turn there. Actually, what is my travel distance? Because if I can... Oh, yeah. All right. If my travel distance, you can move an additional 10 feet. So I can move 55 feet, which would be right where he is, mm-hmm. actually. So I'm going to move that far. 
And then I think I have a bonus action. So I'm going to hit it with one of my paws, like slap it with one of my paws or hit it with one of my paws because it actually seems like a scary creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to use a key point to do stunning strike on it as a small little charcoal gray fox. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you, do you have to roll? The, I don't remember how stunning strike works. Do you have to roll uh, the you, hit first? You ro- no. Uh, so I have to roll the hit first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is going to be a 15. As you kind of you kind of slam into it, and you just feel like these like super strong muscles as your little fox paw like hits it, um, and you don't feel like you actually make a good connection. Okay, and do I have two attacks? Yeah, two attacks per action. So I'm gonna do another one. Okay. Um, and that is a key point, so I gotta spend that one. And that's a twenty-one to hit. That one hits. Okay, and then I'll do stunning strike again. So I'll spend another one, and now he has to make a. A uh, DC save 14 for Constitution. Okay. I do think you don't need to spend the first key point because you didn't even hit. Because you have to make your attack, oh, that's your right. attack yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, and sorry, what was the 14? Was the save? Was 14? The constitution. Constitution. Uh, it does not. It does not pass. Okay, so I'm going to miss the first one, uh, and as it moves, it moves its like neck to kind of move, uh, try and miss it. I'm gonna kind of do like a weird, like aerial foxy breakdancey thing, and just spin on my like on my own momentum self, and then like tag the, like tag the underneath his neck, like where I can find like a pressure point to like yeah. stun him for a second, and that's gonna be my turn. Oh, I get to do damage, and then that'll be my turn. Um, he, he actually he gains the stunned condition, correct? Yes, he does. Um, so that's gonna be ten points of bludgeoning. Okay, so yeah, as you kind of smack it in its neck, it, it was howling, it was, um, uh, and it and it kind of is is like shaking, stunned. Uh, and Jasper, it is your turn. Clearly, playtime is over, so I am going to. I didn't move that far away from the group, so I am just going to close the distance and step kind of in front of Ren. Um, okay. As I'm moving in that direction, I'll I draw my short bow and. As I pull an arrow out, I'm going to, like, clench it in my fist, heat it up. Uh, and I will glance over at Ren. What would Misty do? And I'm going to <laughs> fire a, uh, an arrow at this creature. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> um, that is a an 18 to hit. Uh, and you have advantage because it is stunned. Oh, okay. Let me try again. Uh, that's worse. So 18 to hit? Okay, it does hit. <laughs> okay. Um, so it by itself is only one, but I do get sneak attacks since uh, Volnex is right next to it. So uh, 21 points of damage. Nice. Rogues. Rogue's gonna rogue. <laughs> gonna rogue. Uh, anything else for Jasper? Um, no. That's it. Okay. So this, this arrow kind of lodges into this this giant dog's shoulder. Um, and Woody, it's your turn. Yeah, you said it's about a hundred and some odd feet, right? That was the things on the roof. This this thing is run closer, so it's about 60 feet from y'all. Okay, 60 feet I can work with. Yeah, so what I'll do is uh, Woody will rub over some sigils that are carved into his staff, and it's going to activate his, uh, what is it called? Oh, Arcane Firearm. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to cast uh, Catapult at second level, I guess. Okay. And just 
what could be attached. Weighing one to five pounds. Probably an ornament that he just picks up and slings. So let's see, that'll be dex save, if I'm not mistaken. Dex save? Yeah, and that uh, you have to beat a 16. Okay. He's at disadvantage again because he's stunned. <clears throat> and so that will be a total of eight. So he does not pass. All right. Yeah. And 30, 16 points of 16. damage total. Okay. As this ornament slams into him and, and like shatters <laughs> like a big glass globe. You can see some of the the, the glass stick into it. Uh, anything else on your turn? Nope. Okay. Volcara, it's your turn. Okay. So the first thing that Volcara will do is to cast Bardic Inspiration on um, Volnux. So that's 1d8. Okay. Whenever he needs it. And then um, Volcara's going to try to cast Polymorph and turn it into a little <laughs> white rabbit. Okay. What kind of save does it need to make? Um, wisdom. Wisdom save. Um, awesome. That is a 10 plus one uh, for an 11, which will not be your... 17. No. Thing. So do you want to describe what happens? Yeah. So like as all of this is going on, um, Volcara is feeling very stressed because they were having a nice evening and she didn't get to finish her dinner. And like there's still more food in her pockets that she wants to get to. So she just has had enough. And she pulls out, like, one of her most powerful spells to just end it. And, um, like, just has had enough. And so turns it into a rabbit. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so And then, you watch like, as... little nuts, pick that thing up. Bring it over here. <laughs> um, so you all watch as this, this, what was this giant wolf creature? It starts to transform. And, and it's kind of kind of like in a cartoon almost where, like, this antler falls onto the ground. Um, the like wire wrapping that was around its head falls to the ground, and in the middle is just this small little bunny, um, who is looking up at the fox right in front of him. Um, and anything else on your turn? She just shrugs, like uh, it works. And this this little rabbit uh, turns and starts running as quick as it can uh, back into the the uh, the lost halls, the library. It's little little legs hopping as, as quick as it can away. Um, and we can drop out of initiative. You kind of have this messy scene all around you of broken ornaments, a dead guy from the roof, uh, this like giant single antler on the ground, the, the doorway broken to the library. Um, what do you all do? Can we check out the dead guy? <laughs> Make sure he's not really dead? <laughs> I will also grab... Well, Kara told me to grab the rabbit, and I can move way faster than that rabbit can. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> As a monk fox, like, I'm just bolting. <laughs> like, okay. 55 speed. Like, it's just, I'm going. So I'm going to go grab it by its nape. Oh, I and I, I think it's, I, it's, I forgot, it's still stunned. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. that's what I was so like. No, it doesn't oh, even, yeah. So it doesn't even turn and run. I totally yeah. forgot. It's just like, this little tiny rabbit is just like blinking. <laughs> I'm going to grab it by its nape using my teeth. Like, you know how, like... Yeah. Animals carry yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring it over to Volcara and just like not huck it out of my mouth, but like kind of just like haphazardly like spill it forth in front of Volcara. I don't know what they want to do with it, she but I'm still like, in my oh form. My gosh, look how cute it is! And she just uh, follows it, to come look at the dead guy also because she also wants to know what's going on. 
and she walks up behind she walks up behind Ren and was like, that seems a little excessive there. It doesn't feel like you need to kill her. I mean, you know, it was not my intention, but here we are. I think we have to make the best of this scenario. Obviously, they're making the best. Yeah, wolf consequences, huh? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he did say that he watches us when we're sleeping, and that's totally true. a violation of our rights. Yeah. So he kind of had it coming. Yeah, true. Exactly. Um, so a couple things happen. One, what's your AC, Volcara? Uh, it's not very high. I think it's only at 14. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, so <laughs> 12. Ah, nice. Um, so uh, as you go to cuddle it, this thing like kind of bites into you and you take one piercing damage. <gasps> Rude. Um, <laughs> she <killed her> rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> she flicks um, it. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, no. The, uh, Don't hurt it. <laughs> as, as you all go and investigate this creature on the ground, um, you, notice, you notice a couple things. Uh, as you get up close... It has like just one big eye. It's though it's closed. It's its skin is all black. The the outfit is just kind of it's just dark. And then in this bag there's a bunch of like broken um some are broken and some are like still wrapped gifts. Do the gifts uh, have if you, name tags on them? Uh why don't you make an investigation check? Oh, it's a six, dang it. Uh seven. Seven. I can't um, read. <laughs> reading's, reading's tough is the thing, um, which is really impressive that you've made it this long at a, at a school without being able to, to read. No, you, know. um, <clears throat> you you see you actually do see a couple names. There's like some of the names of of, of the professors. Um, you see you see something that you see one that says Woody on it. Like there's just a there's just a bunch. There's nothing that really makes that much sense except that it seems like he might be giving or taking. Volcara picks one up and opens it. It's, it's, as you pick it up, it's, it's slimy um, and gross. And you all kind of get that same feeling again. Like there's something watching you. Can we taste the slime? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make a constitution check. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, if, is, if Ren's doing it, I'm also doing it in in my uh, my fox form. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Okay, five uh, plus eight, thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> the plus, that's a good con. It is. Uh, con is my second highest score. <laughs> nice. Um, and I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some con uh, con save from from eleven as well. Uh, <laughs> so uh, as you as you taste it, Volnux. Uh, well, both of you. It's it's gross. Ugh. It's really bad. This is not um, lime jello. So you no, know it, how like cats will try and like barf or like retch. <laughs> That's what no. Vox is doing right now. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, just like, just like full on like you know diaphragm heaving as a cat normally does when they're just like not about something. Yeah. And you and you take five poison damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, as it, you kind of you just. It's 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 honestly ter- terrible. You, okay. you cannot even get it down. Well, now we know. For future reference, no one else eat this. It tastes like shit. While this has been going on, I have been sketching uh, Volnux as he's retching over this dead body. <laughs> like sketching it out like a giant fox head that's like got the cat yeah. puke face on it. I love it. <laughs> so as you're kind of investigating this, this creature, um, you see from the rubble around the Lost Halls... Um, uh, that dwarf head pop out 
um, of of Drick, the the kind of disgruntled professor. Um, you notice his eyes are black. Um, the whole things, and he he kind of surveys the scene and then runs inside, and then all of you in your mind hear, ho ho ho. Uh, Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Forge Academy this week. If you've been enjoying our content, we always appreciate five stars and a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any other podcasting medium that allows you to do that. In addition, if you'd like to support us in other ways, we have a Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, in it, you'll find um, player journals. Um, I've even posted some DM notes in there. And as always, for more information about what's going on, stay up with the cast and everything. Um, follow us on Twitter at Fayforge Academy, uh, or you can check us out on our website, FayForgeAcademy.com. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering, and you can find me on Michael Kritz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Zuvan, and you can find me online at Twitter at oadelaide. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai, and then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart, uh, and you can follow me at Game of Science on Twitter. Theme music and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For additional music, Search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional background music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. Fayforge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.